toughest strongman in history, right here. It's not a beauty contest, it's a strongman. Welcome once again to the Giants Live Strongman Podcast. As ever, with Daz, Colin, myself, but today's guest is a three times Giant Life champion, aka the T Rex, Evan Singleton. Welcome to the podcast, mate. Now, Evan, big question first of all mm. is how long is Colin going to last in that posture before he slouches and we see his gorgeous six pack? <laughs> my, my camel's toe. <laughs> I'll do, I'd say some five minutes. <laughs> I'll cover up. <laughs> Him sitting normally in a chair is like a normal person doing the plank. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Do you think? He just goes like this, he starts like that. If you watch the old podcast, he's going down like this. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm a fidgeter. I'm, I'm, I'm also... <laughs> Can we start the podcast, Bobby? Don't we? <laughs> Evan, it's a pleasure to have you here, my friend. It's one of the greatest strong men we've... <laughs> Shall we start at the most recent relevant point, which is World's Strongest Man. Mm. Didn't go how you'd have wanted it to go, but first things first, your health. How are you? I'm totally fine. I want to say a total of about two weeks after the initial uh, anaphylactic shock. I shook off anything that, that may have been residual, and I'm fine now. I'm back to training full, 100%, and feeling good. And you said anaphylactic shock. I yeah. was there when you were struggling, mm. and it was actually pretty scary to watch. For anyone who didn't see it, and obviously scary, won't have seen it yet. Scary to experience, too. Right, then. yeah. <laughs> well, most of the stuff was off camera, because we went into the tent exactly. after it, and it was exactly. like, you weren't good at all. You weren't really, very responsive. Uh, have, yeah. you had, have you had such a thing before? I've never had that before. So that was actually a scary experience for me. I've never not been able to fully breathe. <laughs> Was it your? your I mean, yeah, it was. Um, the doctors actually found this after running multiple blood tests. They they confirmed that it wasn't heart related. It wasn't heart failure, heart attack, anything like that. They actually shoved the camera uh, two different times through my nasal passage to look down my throat, and they found that my vocal cords were swollen shut. Wow! Wow! Yeah, mate. So I've got asthma, and having an asthma attack is it compares to nothing else. Breathing mm -hmm. is quite important for the human existence. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when you can't breathe and then you're trying to compete and you're trying yeah. to compete at Worlds and it's roasting hot, mm -hmm. how were you feeling before you started? Um, if I'm honest, as I was walking to the the area, the competition floor, I felt a little off, but I didn't. I, I just was trying to stay laser focused on the competition, so I didn't really think anything of it. And then once I hit like that, I would say once I hit that third implement, it hit me like a truck. I just wasn't able to breathe and no oxygen to your muscles means that your muscles stop working. So a 275 pound sandbag, I was doing runs with that all day in training. Like that, that, those weights were not particularly heavy for me because I was training with weights equal or heavier, heavier. So I was used to that kind of conditioning and just by the third implement, I just was not moving at all. Well, from, from, from the outside, like if you saw someone do it, it looked like you just burned out mm -hmm. and i was stood there like saying no like mm. there's no way everyone would do that on those implements because they were like for you that was bread and butter stuff yeah it really was. It was like that, that's so weird there's something not right there's no way like so, all right some guys are really unfit mm -hmm. and they're relying on the strength they've done no cardio but you're the opposite to that you know what i mean you, you, you're doing all the cardio yeah it's like no something's definitely gone wrong i take i take i try to take great pride in my conditioning i try to do a little bit of cardio every day so one thing that i i constantly focusing on is with getting my static strength up i really want to keep my athleticism i really do because it helps me in my moving events the loading medley the yoke the farmers 
anything like that. So I, I focus on that just as much as I do my static strength. So yeah, anybody who knows how I train and obviously like, like how, how intense I train with my cardio and all of that good stuff, they'll know right away. Like you just said, like it was that there was, there was something wrong that, that should have been. I mean, you almost collapsed, didn't you? You essentially did. You did. did. Yeah. 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 Well, then, then they sort of got him round again. He was sat in the um, athlete tent, and then you you sort of went again, didn't you? You were sat there relaxing, and I yeah, I wasn't. One once I started, I I was obviously on my coach's shoulder, just uh, helping. He was helping me walk back to the athlete tent because I was having a hard time controlling my legs. And once we got back to the athlete tent, I went down. Mm. And then you went into the pool. The sort of paddling pool they had there. Well, nice, or, originally the, the struggling for air, uh, people were starting to think that I got overheated. So that's why I just jumped into the hot, the, the ice bath immediately. And that wasn't helping. <laughs> so that's when I went back to the athlete's tent. I collapsed and then tried a couple of things to help get my breathing under control and it wasn't helping. And that's when I went to the medical tent. Medical tent looked at me for like five minutes and was like, all right, ambulance is coming. Mate, for yourself, what? So I believe that you'll potentially one day be world's strongest man. Mm-hmm. If that happens, there'll be certain events that will favour you. Certain events that when won't. That happens. Nice. Okay. <laughs> what? What are your strengths? Do you feel in strongman? Definitely yoke. I, I feel that there's very few people in the pro circuit or in the world rather that can challenge me on yoke. I'm very fast on my feet. Um. I really like I like Viking press. I'm a big Viking press guy. Um, I'm starting to really get into my groove with stones. I'm getting very comfortable loading heavier and heavier stones. Um, I'm definitely a farmer's guy. Farmers for speed. Mm-hmm. I would I would challenge the best in the world at that. Good grip, well. huh? Yeah, very. I have a solid grip and I'm quick mm-hmm. quick on my feet. So I would say farmers for speed would be a very good one for me too. And would you be able to adapt? So whether it's frame or yeah, cut? absolutely. They're, they feel like this. Honestly, they feel like the same uh, event to me. Because what your grip's quite good as well. <clears throat> you know, if you go across the board, his grip. I mean, Hercules always yeah, right. right. Yeah. What's yeah. your worst event? You think then, if you had to pick one? If I genuinely, um, I've been training all areas, so I try not to develop any kind of a weakness. I would say if I had a weakness, well, it would probably be no, like dealing with a little bit of a shoulder issue. But honestly, log is generally a very good event for me, reps and for max. Hmm. So I could hit like my heaviest log was 207, 208 kilos. Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Um, like when, when I'm feeling healthy and everything like that, I was averaging seven or eight reps with the 145 log. So that was a residual effect of the anaphylactic shock. But I would say probably if I had to pick one, maybe squat for reps. I would say. Which you don't get that very often in strongman anyway. Right, which is why I don't really train it. I mean, a lot of my training for my legs as far as driving would be leg press. I like to do safety bar squat uh, to box just to help work with the leg drive for overhead pressing. That's pretty much all I do. If I was going to find a weakness in yourself, which is also a strength, so it's your intensity. Oh, yeah. yeah. So (laughs) intensity works Giants Live one night, Mm -hmm. a few hours, you are on it. It's 9,000 revs. And at the end, you feel shattered. CNS, mm. blown up, fried. Yep. Worlds, where it could be basically the best part of a week's worth. Mm-hmm. Not coming down between events. Yeah. That's definitely something that I need to work on. And it's something that I pulled away from my 
past uh, three experiences at World's Strongest Man, and it's something that I've actually started working on. Uh, back in Tennessee, I have a sports uh, psychologist that I'm starting to talk to. He's going to really help me get into the mindset that would be very, very helpful for a situation like World's Strongest Man. So that way I'm not doing that. I'm not burning myself out on the first or second day, and there's five more days of competition. I need to know when to turn it on and know when to turn it off. Very wise. Yeah, it says so, yeah. It's a strange one. It's unbeatable. Well, it's a strange one because, like, everyone's got a different... Some people just say, that's ridiculous, you should be trying your hardest all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then I, I think you do, I think you get too hyped up. There's a lot of energy lost in the hype. Yeah. But then, is that you know? Then if you don't do that, are you going to be a strong? It's a real weird one. You've almost got to work it out yourself, right? You know, I used to have to get really hyped up. I was always in a strange place in my mind. If I was, I wasn't as strong without it. But that's got to take energy down. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a really weird. But I think I think you've almost got to work it out yourself. I'm sure mm -hmm. you have. See, with yourself. See, for me, there's no question that you can turn it on. I, oh yeah, the, my problem's turning it off. <laughs> right. So yeah. therefore, for me, like, take Lennox Lewis, who used to fall asleep ahead of his fight. So he used to have a sleep, so he'd be reset every time. So he'd know exactly how he'd feel come the moment he steps into the ring. For me, if you woke up, mm -hmm. I would believe half an hour later, you're ready to lift whatever mm. because of how you are. Mm. It's like you're saying, how do you switch that off? Yeah. And that's something that I'm I'm looking forward to working out with my uh, psychologist and all that good stuff. Just really honing in on uh, being able to bring my heart rate down and just adrenaline, just calm it down for when I need to be. Because there's easily three, four, maybe even five hours in between events at World's Strongest Man Can be, yeah. for the heats. Yeah. So, yeah, working on that is definitely probably my greatest area that I need to work on. And also, you talk about the heats. The heater yeah. is another thing to add to it because a lot of these world's strongest man destinations are roasting hot. Yeah, that's um, to be totally honest, it's just something that I've come to expect. So, uh, in Tennessee, it gets very hot and very humid, especially in the summer. So, getting ready for any kind of world's strongest man event, I would always like do my best to train outside, uh, in the sun. Uh, I'll tra I'll change up like wearing sunglasses to see if that affects how I overhead press, for example, when I'm like looking directly into the sun. Just little things like that. Um, I try to prepare myself for the heat the best I can, so I don't get overheated. I mean, I mean, it's it's no secret that things didn't go to plan this yeah. year at Worlds. Yeah. Um, you, but you were outrageous, outrageously good in one event in particular. The Carmel, mm. again, it's we can talk about that. Uh, people will get to see it at some point. All 25 guys did all of the same events. 30. 30 guys even this year. 30. We even had 30 this year. Yes, we did. And you were ranked number one by some margin. By yeah. some margin in the car walk. You absolutely flew. What happened then? I thought that was going to give you the momentum yeah. to carry on and maybe just pull something right out of the bag. Did you, were you? I guess the anaphylactic shock just left you gassed then yeah. for the log. To be honest, I don't think after, after I just annihilated the car walk it was a, an event i was very comfortable with i was able to mentally turn the adrenaline on and all of that good stuff mm -hmm. and i feel like maybe that was the last little bit of energy that i had left mm -hmm. and then there was nothing left in the tank by the time that i got to log and a combination of not being able to breathe properly because when i'm yoking i'm not breathing at all mm -hmm. i take my big brace breath and then i hear on the whistle, ready, and then as soon as I hear that whistle, I'm, and I go. And I'm holding my breath until I stop. 
mm-hmm. with log for reps, obviously you need to control your breathing and all of that. And I mm-hmm. think that's may may have been where it caused a little bit of an issue because my breathing wasn't right for like the past 24 hours. Mm. So, I mean, I was on in the hospital. I was on oxygen and everything. So, really? yeah. You know the that? anaphylactic shock? Did anyone else notice there was pollen everywhere or coming off the tree? Oh, oh God, so it was bad. Unbelievable. Do you think that's what it was? It looked like it was snowing. Literally, it was just all week. It had like like a sideward wind with pollen coming across. Mm-hmm. All, all the, you know, the little little um, sort of blossom off the trees, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised at all if that's what it was. Yeah. I mean, are you, have you been allergic to anything before? Po- anything? Pollen. I have normal allergies. Normal yeah. allergies, yeah. But you wouldn't expect surely that kind of a... I mean, that was... I'm The only thing I could possibly think of is that somehow I breathed it in. Or, about, or is it like, that teamed with adrenaline? Do you know uh, what I mean? We don't know, do we? What about caffeine? Because we mm. sat here and spoke to Gav. Mm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very aware of the amount of caffeine that I take for when I train, uh, my okay. rest days, and then when I compete. It, I don't have it measured to the exact milligram, but mm. I, I know exactly how much I need to take to get me to competing level. Mm. I mean, what are your goals in Strongman? Because you, you said when you win World Strongest Man, so we know mm. that's the case. Mm. Is Would it be for you one and done? Would you want multiple? Would you want you know this 505 deadlift? Do you, do you have a, a max log you want it? Um, when I started Strongman, I set three goals for myself. I want to be able to do this professionally. Um, I want to pull a thousand pounds off the floor with deadlift and I want to win world's strongest man. I've done two, two of those. Out of three. I've done two mm-hmm. of those three things already. <laughs> and, uh, the only thing that's left is world's strongest man. To answer your question, I want to win worlds as many times as I can. I don't want there to be a single doubt when I win world's strongest man for the first time that it was a fluke. Mm. It was just good events for me. Um, it was the, just the right day. Somebody got hurt, whatever there was. I want, I want to win the second title to solidify that I'm one of the best in the world. And then I want to just keep going. I love, <laughs> I love this sport. And I, love, I, I can genuinely say that I'm one of the very few people in the world that are lucky enough to do what I love for a living. I love this. I live for this. I mean, I wake up, eat, breathe, sleep, strong man. I mean, so. you, you were a, in a more, much more, in a way, set up and professional environment previously with WWE mm-hmm. and wrestling. Yes. Um, and that obviously ended badly in the end. It um, did. It's quite a well-known case of, of, of um, severe, severe con- concussion. Oh, yeah. And actually you took them to court, right? And, and it didn't, yep. didn't work out well in the end because... No of different things you'd signed. I imagine they're pretty lawyered up. So they, I'll even be careful are. what I say. Um, but it, it's a, it, how, how does wrestling compare to, to, to um, Strongman? How did, how did you handle the whole wrestling, you know, because presumably you were looked after very well there in terms of like probably coaching and, and traveling and, and then you had to move over to Strongman, which is very much looking after yourself, isn't it? Um. Yes and no. There's a lot of aspects to WWE specifically, but kind of pro wrestling in general where you are looking after yourself. I mean, you're responsible for your hotels, your rental cars, your flights, getting to the shows on time, coming up with character development, your your wrestling attire, like mm-hmm. working with the creative team for different kinds of promos or where which direction you'd like to take. There's a lot of different avenues mm-hmm. in professional wrestling that you do have to take upon yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say... That I enjoy, pro, I, I enjoy uh, strongman way more for so many different reasons. First of all, this is true, pure competition. Mm-hmm. There, that isn't in WWE. Mm-hmm. This is 
who is the best on this day with these events against the guys that are put in front of you. And there's no truer way to really test your competitiveness than to put yourself in that situation. Yeah. I love that. I love how it's an individual sport too. Um, growing up, I did a little bit of everything. I tried every sport at least once. I tried almost every sport at least once growing up. And the ones that I liked the most were amateur wrestling. I liked amateur wrestling because if I went out there and I won my match, I won by points, I pinned him, whatever, I earned that. That was me. I don't give the credit to anybody else. I earned that. But at the same time, if I lost, if I got pinned, if I got beat by points, that's on me because I didn't work hard enough. Mm. And that would give me the motivation to go back to the wrestling room and work harder. I mean, looking at the positive side, because, I mean, you know, obviously <clears throat> what happened, it happened and you got the injury, very bad injury. But, um, it, it, you know, who, just out of interest, because it's so well-known WWE, mm. well, who, who were the good guys? Who did you really enjoy hanging out with? And who, who were the best wrestlers in your mind and athletes? Um, the guys that I got to meet and briefly talk to, I really enjoyed Dave Batista. Cool. I really enjoyed Dave Batista. I really enjoyed uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he was a very cool guy. Down to earth. Yeah, very, very nice guy. Like, uh, made a point to say hi to everybody in the room. Just that kind of person. Okay. I, I enjoyed I enjoy stuff. And like his daughter's that now in the NXT setup as well. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be interesting to see how that goes. Um, I, wish, I wish him all the luck. I really do. Um, there's a very... Very limited amount of guys, and a lot, and a lot of the guys that I got along with aren't in pro wrestling anymore. What about strength wise? How did you compare to a lot of those guys? Because there are some brutally strong people in there. Yeah, um, I will, I will, I'll go on record in saying this. I, I don't think that a ma large majority of pro wrestlers would be able to do what we do. Okay. I don't. I uh, mean, there's a lot of uh, ex football players in the NFL. There's a lot of uh, ex power lifters and all of that good stuff. A lot of different collegiate athletes from different sports and all of that. That's fantastic. But I guarantee that there's very, very, very limited amount of people in the WWE who, given like a year training, could do what we do. There's a guy who went the other way, which is Braun Strowman. Ah, Braun. Yeah. yeah, Braun Strowman. Stolen from is us. He not he's <laughs> anymore, so he left WWE. Who knows what's going to happen? Mm. Whether he'll go back there, whether it was a hiatus. Adam Share is his actual name. Mm -hmm. But his last Giants live contest was Darren's last. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you came to come back in 2014, yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't you? Mm. Yeah, in Poland. Yeah. Remember Poland? Yeah, yeah. Pops, yeah. He was good as well. He was really good. Yeah, he was good, yeah. He, he was just one of those guys he started. He thought, wow, he's going to be really good. And then he sort of stopped before he'd even got. Mm. I think he just wanted to. I think, he, I think he wanted to just test see if he could do it. I don't think he ever really wanted to do it like how you want to do it. Do mm. you know what I mean? I think he wanted to, yeah, I've done some strongman shows. But we were like, wow, this guy's really strong. Because he had a great build for it. Mm. It was, it was huge. Six, 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 eight, six, eight, wasn't it? Yeah, it was massive, yeah. Mm -hmm. And he was starting to put the weight on as well. Because he came down in weight, didn't he, like afterwards for a while. Yeah. He's, he's, he's won the amateur Arnolds. I think mm. he competed in the Arnolds. Right, and he'd yeah. done, um, he'd, I think he did uh, two Giants lives, maybe one or just one. But he never, he never really gave it time to get really strong. He was like a carrier, I thought. Like he was good at carrying stuff because they never yeah. stopped. The lift, farmers, walks, yorks, but he never really got his statics up that much because I don't think he stayed in it long enough. No, but mm. I mean, then again, Brian Shaw was a carrying guy who, yeah. was, who was not very good at statics when he started, you yeah. know, and other, other big men like that. I'm trying to think of um, other examples. Mike but, yeah. Jenkins? How about Hap Thorby Wilson? I mean, mm. yeah, he was an, a great carrier, you know, Husafelts and farmers' walks, and, and then, of course, he became a 
unbelievably good at statics. So, but you know, just to kind of touch on the whole Adam Share story. Sure, Share could have been. In other words, yeah. you'd said to me that he really was somebody who, if he get, say given it five, eight years, he could potentially have been a world's strongest man. I'm a hundred percent certain of it. Hundred percent certain of it. He 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 was some. He had the X factor. And when he, I remember him phoning me up and telling me he was leaving, um, and Mark Henry uh, and another chap um, had turned up to watch. And they promised me they weren't there to poach, they were there to watch. <laughs> but obviously they saw what I saw in him and they couldn't resist dropping a business card, bless them. Um, and he, he went, I understand it's Things have changed dramatically since 2012 and Strongman, I think, mm -hmm. in terms of potential future. I mean, you're not going to get the same, you know, residual earnings, as it were, unless you really are a top guy. But, you know, that like you might do investing in some of the lower end stuff. But, yeah. You know, funny enough with Mark, he's, he found a number of people. So he found um, Sasha Banks, for example, who, if anyone watches wrestling at home, would know immediately. Daniel Bryan, one of the biggest names in wrestling. So he's kind of actually done that in many areas. And they knew that from his Olympic background, he understands not just wrestling, he understands strength and strength in sport. So it is. I, I, he's a gentleman, Mark. I, I found him to be he's a great guy. And I certainly don't blame him for stealing <laughs> Braun Strowman. And he had a hell of a career, didn't he? I mean, oh, is, is he absolutely finished now? Is Adam Sheriff? Uh, uh, Done. Is he? Uh, I haven't. He's done a couple of random house shows of okay. independence, but who knows what's going to happen with it. But bring it back to yourself, mate. Daz, you've seen this guy train. What is it? What, what, what do you make of him training? Because all we see is on Instagram is sort of single lifts and then that's it. He's very good at dialing it in. And like that, like we even had this conversation this morning. It's like, right, this is what we're doing today. If that's what's on the list, that's what's getting done. Whether the gym's empty or there's 20 people sort of uh, to motivate him, you will get it done. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, you know, obviously you have better workouts and worse workouts. We all have that. But it's, oh, you always get it done, don't you? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think it's just consistency. I think you've had a lot of bad luck. Obviously, you had the bicep tear, one world's strongest man. Last year, he turned up and got some sort of awful, oh, like... Horrific flu. I don't know, it was like... It was like some kind of stomach virus. Yeah. Weird, but lost yeah. 40 pounds in three days. <laughs> looked terrible. He just been into his room for like three days, came back out. Dysentery or something at all. There was no way you could have competed and done any good. And then... Um, the strange thing was, by the time the competition had ended, he looked good again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he looked great, ready to go again, mm. but obviously it's too late. The problem is, and obviously, obviously this year we had the anaphylactic shock, so you couldn't have had any worse um, any worse look, really. But this this is what it is. You can be as strong as you want. You know, a lot of it is a little bit of luck. If the wind's blowing your way, if you get an illness, whoever wins world's strongest man has just hit it right. They haven't got any illnesses. Sometimes you can't you can't plan for that. Like the stuff that you've had, you can't. You couldn't have. There's nothing you did. Even things like the heats, though. I mean, you, 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 you if anyone could cry, I, I think you would have the right to cry about being sort of stitched up in heats. You just used to put the previous world's strongest man winner in my heat. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy who's going to win that yeah, year. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean. You know, but there's a bit of love, but no one knows. Also, like for instance, you look at the groups and the groups get picked. And there's all everyone's always like, "Oh, that's wrong. This is wrong." Everyone's got an opinion. It's a difficult job to do. But like then, for instance, if you look at the groups this year, who thought like Mitchell Hooper would end up, mm -hmm. you know, doing He's what super he did? Hooper. By the end of the day, how can you rank Mitchell Hooper? Yeah, he, he, he talked a good one. He was like, "I can do this. I can do that." 
no one's actually really seen him do anything on a pro circuit other than the guys over in Australia. Mm. Um, and then he turns up at World's Strongest Man and everyone's just like, <laughs> this guy, because he doesn't look like he's going to be that strong, let's be honest. No. He's, um, he's, he's, he's but he, he was like, like Evan did in the car walk, he went out there and just blazed yeah. things. But when, um, you, but when you when you're ranking that guy into a group, mm. who would have thought it would be like the mm. best in the group? Everyone thought yeah, he might do all right. Even mm. now, I still think surely was was it just good events? I don't think it. No, no. Do you know what I mean? Think, Are we going to no. find him out at some point? Is he? Is he? You know, is I don't he... think so. I think I think you're going to see a lot of that guy. Do yeah. you know what's interesting between you two as a comparison is that you've got two ends of a spectrum about how much you want it. Yeah. And you've got a guy, and I'm not saying that Mitch doesn't want it, because I think he absolutely does, but I think he can take it or leave it. I think he enjoys competing. I, I think he loves that. the process. Yeah. I think you probably want it more than anyone. Mm. And I think that is a is a bit of a poison chalice in that there's no question about your commitment. You're not going to miss a meal. You're not going to miss a second. You're not going to miss a rep. But when it comes to getting out there, I just wonder, almost, the revs are so high you know if you catch a good one, you're going to be unstoppable. But at the same time, it's it's like we said before, that, that controlling thing. It almost yeah. matters too much. Exactly. Which I, and I admire that so much. But this is just personalities, though. That's all that is. That's, that's people's personalities. Fair. Yeah. And, yeah, I, and fair. I, I don't think, honestly, I think it'd be dangerous to try and change it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, giving away too much sort of aggression before you start, but it'd be dangerous to go, right, I need to dampen this down a bit. That could be the thing that makes you so, strong. But you know what I compare you yeah. to? I compare you to a sort of a Mike Tyson <laughs> versus a Lennox Lewis of Mitch. You've mm. got to, a, a very calm personality and an intense personality. Mm. And what happens when the two collide okay. at the primes? Okay, then. So imagine Mike Tyson walking out and being calm. Would he have still won fights? Not a chance. Well, so here is a point, though, if we're going to use the Mike Tyson analogy. So what happens when his coach passes away? He's not the same guy. So there are certain ingredients that are needed for the magic to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the question is with yourself, what are those magical ingredients to make you just thrive? Because mm. when you do, mate, it's going to be... I mean, in 2030, if we have this conversation and say, what a career you've had, looking back at it, mm. I think we can sit here and say, it just never quite happened. Or we could say, you're a three times world's strongest man. Mm. And I'd say almost both are as likely as each other. Here's my thought. Genuine, it's my little two pence worth. You watch someone like Zadrunas. Now he's just a natural turn the kill switch kind of guy. <laughs> and, and, and but it's only at the last second you barely don't even notice it. You think this guy's half asleep. Little growl. Little growl. <laughs> and he's off, you know. Yeah. Or you've got a Shaw, who's this very cerebral guy, probably similar to yourself. He's, he's always thinking about. But actually, he's almost got patterns of behaviour to stop himself from getting too turned on. So he'll go through, now I'm napping, now I'm doing pack, unpacking bags, now I'm going to have meal, now I'm going to do this. And he's almost killing time while watching you stalking up and down that tent beforehand, ready to tear someone's head off. And then, of course, the great television, you know, hurry up and wait. Mm. And then that kills you. Suddenly, suddenly you get the feeling of, I'm, but I'm ready now. Yeah. yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. And that, that's, that's, a, that's where you really have to learn to be able to Do you know what I think? I, well, I had the Especially best control of anyone that I've ever seen for being like pretty chilled. And then it's like, right, it's time to go to war. Pudzianowski. Oh, he'd just be like, he'd just be sat like this. He's like, on my turn. And he'd get up and they'd just turn into a, just like a monster, just like, 
Like, he, he, would, he, would be, he would be cracking jokes. And he, yeah. he, I remember him before that. that uh, bouncing about on start leg, a picture like, he's yeah. bouncing about from side to side. Trust the Usain Bolt about it. But, the, be but, silly. The, but then you'd see him on like a truck pull. I've never heard a noise. Do you remember that? <laughs> like, this massive noise. Like, just like everything's going on, like, like, a, like a death noise they used to make. Like everything's into this. But then 10 minutes before, it was like jumping around. So you could just go boom. That's interesting. Can I just say something? Can I just say something here, though? Because actually, in a way, we're almost uh, we're almost suggesting here in this conversation that Evan is is somehow not capitulating a little bit here. Can I just say something? Evan, in his first goal, World Strongest Man, ripped his bicep off and was in the lead of his heat. Is that not correct? That's correct. There's no capitulation with a ripped off bicep. The following year, he, he's vomiting and shiting. Uh, out the eye of a needle, uh, and he and he comes out like he's been drained by by some machine. You were totally bollocks. I mean, you were mm. when I saw you, you were ghost white. Yeah. And then you know another bad luck ha- happens. And I, I, you handed me the report when you got off the bus, hoping to compete. Yeah. And there it said by a surgeon, you know this this he's not have a heart attack. He's had anaphylactic shock. That's a serious major condition. Yeah. You know. So I think I think I think. I think when you are on Evan, and when you are that that bicep situation was terrible luck. Mm. I think you're probably Darren's right. Everything you do mentally, who am I to say? But I'm sure everything you do mentally let's is not fine. Let's not a bit of last luck. year. Bit of luck. Two giants live wins. One second. How many? What, what one you, third. One third. Mm. That's just last year, and there were and every one was a stacked lineup. Hey, mm, in yeah. wrestling, I mean, I used to do wrestling tournaments in Pennsylvania like you. You'd be there all, all day, start mm. wrestling at nine. You'd have to be able to turn it on, off, yep. on, or be pitching for nickels for a few hours and then back in again. I mean, you, you know that. It's, it's not something that you can do, I'm sure. To be clear, though, when you say capitulation, that suggests you're relenting in warfare. The, in, in, this, in that metaphor, I think that's the opposite. I think you are in that 300 movie and you're on the front line. I'm there at the back going, go on, lads, I'm right with you. Whereas you're there. Okay, bad choice, bad choice of words. He's charged into war too early almost. Yeah, Yeah. you are ready. Yeah. Charge charge of the light brigade rather than, capitulation was a very bad choice. But I just suddenly felt, hang on, wait a second. It needs to be said that this man went out to war and was winning war until until it was stolen away from him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it needs to be any. I don't think you need to do any drastic changes. And like I said, look at your results last year, and you can almost, without I know, I know you can't do it in your mind, but you've almost got to write off of those three years at World Strongest Man because it was not in your control. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, remember Fair. the first remember the first time this guy came to Wales was was a was a tester. Mm, yeah. The only reason we had that six hundred and ten okay. kilo ridiculous. <laughs> Goofed up weight by goofed up by 150 kilos somehow. They got the wrong tires on it. And finally, it turned up. There was no time to change it. This guy goes and picks it up and walks it for three and a half meters. Then was like, oh, if he's a tester, then we probably could. Uh, what was that the the, yoke? the 610 yeah, was, kilo yoke? Yeah, he even moved it for. Yeah. I think it was 10 foot. You moved it or 12 foot. And you only had, one, had to move it very far anyway. One go, no warm up, and he did it. Only Brian Shaw did the two and a half meters in the mm. end, which is only like what seven foot. Seven foot six or something, yeah. eight foot max. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's when he realised this guy had talent. Because everyone's like, but but who did this? Who tested it? Well, the tester over there, the guy you don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But how many people would you say truly believe in you, apart from yourself? Hmm. And part of the reason I say that while you think about it is there was a study done uh, with a governing body in the UK that said all the Olympic champions in Britain had three had things in common. And it was two out of the three. 
something traumatic had had to them, that has happened to yourself. Mm. Then the next two things, somebody that believed in them and somebody that didn't believe in them. That's a really good question. That's a really good question. I would say that there's a there's a decent amount of belief in me based on my past performances and, and one-day shows and all of that good stuff. I would say that there's more of a personal belief um, with people that I'm close to. Like, like genuinely speaking, like the Giants crew, because I, I've, I've developed like good friendships with you guys. I don't feel like they'll bullshit me when they tell me that, yeah, I think you can win World's Strongest Man. I actually believe them. Um, I do believe that, uh, my family as isn't as like in tune with strongman as like fans would be and stuff like that. But they, they believe that I can do it because they know that I, when I say that I'm going to do something, I do it. And, and <laughs> the people that I train with at the gym, like my coaches and my, like, uh, the people that are on my team and everything like that, they all know that I'm going to win because they know how much it means to me. You can always find a non-believer. That's easy. Just look online. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't look online for that. It's true, though, isn't it? If you want to find negative, there's always someone. Oh, yeah. I've never I lost count of how many times I've heard I've lost count of how many times I've heard the get rid of that WWE shit. Yeah. I've lost count of that. I think that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Said, well, you, you hamming it up a bit. Oh yeah, like that's great. Well, it's when fantastic. I, when I come when I come to the live shows, like I do them like because somebody like, somebody got to boo someone, and, and a cocky oh, American's yeah. perfect in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fun. I mean, I like I like being able to give the crowd something instead of just going out there lifting weights. It's really, I think the I think off. the younger ones like it. From our point of view, I think it's cool. Like oh, burst. People love to hear oh, burst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's it's cool. I love it. I always have a smile when he comes out and gets a boo and all that. <laughs> but it's yeah. like you need that character. Mm. But it's not real, is it? You know what I mean? No. It's just a bit of a laugh. But I think it's the older ones that go, oh, this is strong, man. What's yep. that bullshit? He's acting like a, yep. like a wrestler. It's like, come on. It's, chill uh, out, you know. It's <laughs> a strong man. It's strong man is entertainment. It's very roots are in yeah, vaudeville yeah. and entertainment. Or, you know, it's it's, it's something that absolutely. Well, it's, uh, something, somebody said something to me that kind of resonated with me a little bit. And um, they were they were being sincere. They said, you can always tell who's actually met you in real life. And who's only seen you in Strongman? Because the people that have only seen you on Strongman, they're like, oh, that guy's a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what people get offended about? And I've, I've watched this, and I, I've, I've sat on the fence with it, I'll be honest with you. And it, it makes me laugh. People get offended if you say, I don't know, you were up against someone, right, I'm going to beat you. And you say it in a way, and it's like, well, of course you've got that attitude, you're going to beat that guy. You know what I mean? Because why are you even doing it? Why are you even here? He's just said he's going to beat. He's not going to beat this guy. No. You know what I mean? I, mean, I loved it when at twenty nineteen <laughs> Giants in North America's, you were there. I didn't know who you were, and and you were there going, I don't give a damn about the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, this guy is going in, and it was great. It was great. The thing is, people Americans think Brits care about that stuff, but most people go, that's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, um, I would say that for the majority of my personal experiences, a lot of the cultures of England and Britain in general are kind of ignorant. <laughs> so we just come up with shit that we honestly see on television. And movies. He doesn't care about. He doesn't care about the Queen. What was he talking about, Daz? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it though. Do you know? Do you know when you've said this? Do you not know, like? I bet a lot of it you've even forgotten you've even said it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I bet, yeah, I bet yeah. you're walking like, oh, do you remember when you said that? Did I really say that? You know. 
Yeah, that's that's very true. <laughs> Verbal diarrhea. Yeah, I, I pretty much just spout at the mouth, whatever I think of, just out. Who's your favorite strongman then? Who do you like hanging out with? Me. Oh, <laughs> he's so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's that's a pretty that's a pretty good one. Um, I like Bobby Thompson. Me and him are pretty close. We're 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 good buddies. Um, nice guy as well. Yeah, yeah. He's headstrong as shit, Jesus. but I love him to death. Who's stronger? Huh? Who's stronger? Me. <laughs> he has a log. Ooh, that's it. <laughs> I have there titles. we go. going again. You've got to go in straight away. This is what I'm on about. <laughs> it's always on. This is what we're talking about. <laughs> Everyone just turned off the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I like hanging out with uh, a lot of the newer guys uh, to the World's Strongest Man circuit. I like Maxime Boudreau. Okay. I like uh, Gabriel Pena. I like those guys. I like hanging out with them. Does anyone else think Maxime... I don't know why he's like underrated somehow. He's yeah, incredibly he's, underrated. He's one like, of the most underrated strongmen. Yeah, in the circuit. so good. Look, look at his results. He's like, mm-hmm. do you think it's because uh, JF has took the lead role for a while? Do I think he doesn't possible. talk about himself. So take it's that scenario. If you were saying, so you you are, you're with JF. Who's stronger? He would go. Ah, oh, JF's one of the legends. He's one of the greatest of all time. You go. Yeah. I could. You could be sat there with the king of strength there and go. No, it's me you're looking at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know, sir, Maxine's very confident. You speak to Maxine, he's very confident. Yes, he knows, he knows what he yeah, that's do. true, he is. Yeah. And, he, and he does something very unique, and he's done it two years in a row, and that is to finish strongly at World's Strongest Man. Mm-hmm. Normally, there's, World's Strongest Man fi- final goes into two groups. There's about six or seven guys who fancy themselves for winning. Then there's three or four guys who are there kind of like, hey, I made the final. Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm on telly still, you know. Yeah, hey, yeah. I'm still here, still hanging in there. Quietly pl- pleased about Quietly doing, pleased yeah. about themselves. They're already telling everyone they're a finalist rather than I'm in the final ready to win. Right. And it's a bit like that, you know. Um, Do you know what I think about Maxime? You know, like you've had like, if you go back, there's always been like a stone king. You know what I mean? It's like it was <laughs> Thor and then now it's Tom. I think Maxime's going to end up a stone king. His stones are getting His so good. Are- is, is he stupid. getting taller as well? I'm sure he came to Sweden a few number about five years ago. What when he was, and he was, six, like, he was like a short little hairy dude, and now he's he's about six four now. Isn't he? His stones like did anyone notice his, his stones like? Oh, his stones. Was was I've seen Max train stones in person. It's nuts. He was. Yeah. He's he's got he was in Sweden. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have to dig that video. He's got so much better since then, though. You know, to be honest with you, but I just got the feeling like if you watch him this year, like if he if he can stay in the top five. He'd always stay. He'll always keep that position in stones, mm-hmm. even against Brian and and um, even Hapthor and 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 uh, Tom. Yeah, he's that good at stones. But what's nuts about stones though is now there are so many people that that could win it on their day. Whether mm-hmm. it's yourself, mm-hmm. Andy Black, Maxine, Tom, obviously, it's nuts. Whereas once upon a time it was Trey. Mm. Trey, yeah, Trey's unbelievable. There's another one I like. I love Trey. Trey's come out of his shell massively. Mm. Yeah, guy. it's mm. nice. To, it's nice to see like him giving more than just one word answers, and you're able to like play with him, and he'll play back with you. He's, al- like he's almost he's turning into a Texan cartoon, isn't he? <laughs> it looks like he's enjoying it now. Before he was oh, so quiet, yeah. now, now he's like he's there, he's in the moment, he's enjoying it. Yeah, you know. Oh, he's got some banter. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I actually wish at World you could see the backstage bit a bit more oh, no. on cameras. No, we'd all get cancelled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it is it is funny seeing that all the different personalities. You have people sort of monged out on sofas, chilled out. You've got people super intense. You've got people sometimes with their girlfriends, people on their own. It's mm-hmm. it's it's a proper kind of 
um, I'm not sure how you describe it, but something that you want to watch just as like a human experiment. Yeah. And all these alphas as well. <laughs> what do you think about well, it? I, see, I, don't, so I don't think there are a load of alphas. That, sorry, carry on. Well, just, just like it's quite funny, I just thought about Radzi there. Like, so you see everyone's there, everyone's on the start line, they're all psyched up, growling, going mental. And then, and then right, it's lunchtime and you walk into the athlete's tent and everyone just laid there fast asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's taking the sofas apart to make like little beds little on the floor. Beds, yeah. You know what's that? I love yeah. that. Yeah. And they're all just like <laughs> laid there fast asleep. It's like, this is weird. <laughs> So it's all about alpha thing. I think at some point, in it, I don't know how, where it is, but guys get so big and strong that they actually that whole sort of I'm the alpha almost almost sort of inverts back in itself. And actually, guys, how many times have you ended up in a chest bumping contest with another guy, sort of getting in your way? It's WSM. There's, I, I can think of maybe one or two guys who are a little like that, who, who have that kind of I've thing. I've got theory on it, but most of them. Go on, tell me the theory. <laughs> God, I can honestly, I've seen it happen with loads of guys. You know, like we all, the top guys and Gentle, those guys are all quite close now. We all mm. come over, everyone's, you know, we spend a lot of time socially together. Yeah. So you see these guys that are the big guy in town and they've got, oh, everyone thinks oh, you're the tough guy and the strong guy and all that. The the guys that do World's Strongest Man, the guys that have even been to World's Strongest Man, they're so much stronger than that guy, yeah? No, seriously. <laughs> they the, the get to a level. Like, if you go to a normal gym and the guy's doing a 300 kilo deadlift, it's like, wow, that's really strong. These guys are doing 500 kilos, 400 for reps. It's another level above that yeah. only a very few can get to. I think when they get to that level and they're doing multiple-time World Strongest Man, I think the ego's gone because it's like, listen, so this guy who's sticking his chest out in the, in the bar, like... It's like, oh, come on. Like, you can't even think about that guy anymore because you're so many levels above. Is, is, what's the story mm. with the, with the, the um, Australian, but Maori originally, um, who, who he punched a man and basically it was done, he, I think he ended up, um, was it manslaughter or something? Because it was basically his fists were, were um, like, what's his name again? He went to Worlds a number number of years back again. But because he was so powerful and because he was Australia's strongest man at the time, his fists were considered lethal weapons. How long ago did he go to Worlds? Oh, come on. Uh, He's covered in tattoos. Log presser, yeah. Oh, Rongo Rongo King. Rongo, I'm so sorry. Yeah, all right, okay. Oh, he sadly went to prison for a couple of years, and he was it was it was a drunk person, I think. He was he was totally sober, and, and in the end, he had to do something and. Went very wrong. Imagine going to jail for defending yourself because you worked out. I can't. I'm not sure the exact story, but I'm pretty sure it was along those lines. I, I think he was definitely the right. pretty hard done. But then by. we were chatting to Gav here before about being a doorman, and I said mm. you're the ultimate doorman. And then he kind of said, actually, you do get lads who kind of come up to you and go, Oh well, God! But yeah. there's nothing I, to I prove. This is the point. What have we got to prove? Years. Hang on. How old were you when you started? I started when I was 17. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That that's that's a, I'll well, back that up. 100%. About you were a bouncer, or a bouncer. Yeah, yeah, was was I got out of that? Thank God, I hated that job. But um, yeah, I'll back that up a hundred percent. You get guys that once they get a little bit drunk, even a couple of drinks in, they'll start picking fight with the biggest guy in the bar and get. But you go it. you go into a bar full of strongmen, we never get any trouble. Oh yeah, we never get any trouble because the guys are, have nothing to prove. They've got, they're doing it on the on a different way. They're getting rid of all that aggression in their own way, mm-hmm. and they don't care about it's like whatever. If someone wants to think they're a tough guy, they're just not bothered. It's yeah. like they've like they've gone above that, and it's quite nice to see. Yeah, I don't think they go. I don't think they go backwards like you were saying. In like, I don't think. They, no, they, I don't. I don't mean it's not. But it's almost. It's almost like they, they become more gentle and soft on purpose. I think they rise to, above to, that. I think they, they get above that. rise above, but also just to stop people being scared of them because yeah. they. 
you know, it's, it's like why why I wouldn't, you know, you, you don't really want to have um, sort of, you know, boxing suddenly th- or, or some kind of, I don't know, whatever, other kind of fighting thrown into our, our, our sport. Because people are already scary enough when they're, you know, six foot nine and 30 stone. But that's not for me what the alpha is. For me, the alpha is the micro behaviours. So you go in and who's the who's going up to who to shake the hand? So when you see Z back about, say, four years ago at Giants Live, he would walk around really calmly, so unassuming, and guys would be going, Z. They were almost saying, you're the man. The way they would, now there's a respect thing there because of everything he's achieved. But it's those kind of little micro things where who's getting who the drink in that tent? Who's offering that kind of stuff up? Maybe they're a gentleman. But that for me is where you go, right, who's the king here? Rather than actually knocking into We've discussed it before. You know what a Sigma male is though? Well, and a, a, a sigma male is somebody who's, who, who's on absolute par with the alpha male. Alpha male is someone who, who's desperately wanting to be a top of a hierarchy. While as a sigma male is, is a lone wolf who's happy to walk out on his own and knows fine well he can take anybody down if he had to. And he doesn't need pals to back him up. That's what I would say strong men are. They're much more like that rather than sort of wanting to be. There's a few of them. There's a few of them that want to sort of, you know, be top top boy. It's quite or a lonely sport when you're actually just there. There's, there's no one can help you when you when the. It's a lonely goes. sport, and <laughs> I think you have to be very confident in your own ability for that mm. very reason. But it's binary, isn't it? You either lift it or you don't. Simple enough. Tennis, you're going to get to the end of the match and go, "It wasn't my game." Whereas that is, it's so it must well, it must be so humbling when a guy next to you is pulling, and completed the rep, and you're there. It hasn't moved. Yep. It is, but. This is just this is just for me personally. I take experiences like that as motivation to go back to the gym and train my weaknesses because I want to go back to the next competition and beat that exact person in that event. Because you, your thousand pound deadlift, by the way, I nobody mean, thought I was going to get. That's my favorite part of that deadlift. Nobody thought I was. <laughs> did you think get. I, I, get. I knew? I knew <laughs> I was. Oh, did get. you? Yeah. Did you? Okay. And I believe because afterwards I said to you, I said, out of interest, mate, what were you thinking about when you went out there? And you said. I have been living in a car. I'm not going back to that. And the mm. way you said it, I thought that guy would have pulled 500 kilos that day <laughs> because it was it was just the way everything about you doing it. And like I say, when you walked out there, no chance. There is. I've seen you when when you started, and it was 400 kilos was a big pull for you. Yeah. To go thousand pounds in that club, wow. The whole deadlift thing's like out of control, though, isn't it? It's like it's <laughs> yeah. what's going on. Just, just put in that competition on where it's like, right, guys, once a year, let's get all you guys together. Last year, it was just like, what is going on with this competition? So, and Andy Black wants to come to the World Deadlifts. Come on, I'll be the first Scotsman to pull a thousand pounds. Yes, sorry, Andy. sorry, mate, you're not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, like we were talking to Gabby, did the Welsh record for 25, and no one noticed. We forgot you. <laughs> no one noticed because it was, it was no, no disrespect to Gab, but it was like, I think it was last place. I, I mean, they're unbelievable lifts. But, 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 but Andy Black and, and Gavin, if Andy Black were to do a £1,000, boy, it would have been nice to see him. I there, remember the I just... first time, probably about th- uh, three years ago, maybe even four years ago, we decided to start on 400 kilos and everyone went, what? Like, <laughs> but then we just realised, look, most of you can do it. Yeah, a couple of you will fail it. And Luke like, was failing crazy. at that point. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, he was, yeah. And it just it just meant what they're starting on four hundred kilos, and now it's not even talked about four hundred kilos. What well, that's the warm up weight, you know what I mean? Yeah. that's only first attempt. They come out and pump, and it's like a speed rep. Yep. Yeah. Well, to the point, you're doing four hundred for reps in what was yeah. the comp when you what guys? Was that? Yeah, we decided. Yeah, what what it was, we decided because 
we didn't think anyone was going to get near Eddie's record, which there wasn't anybody, to be fair. I mean, I know Thor pushed on after that, but at that particular time, there was nobody getting near it. So we decided to do 400 for reps. And the world record, I think it might have been Benny with five. Was Janashia, did he? Janashia got Janashia, that's right. And then yeah, Benny and had it. Carol? They, 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 they drew. Benny had done it unofficially, like Don't in the gym. Yeah. But, but they did it. Uh, Caron and uh, Janashia. But actually, Caron... Uh, his his deadlift suit got lost on the plane. Remember? What did he use? Or nothing. Wow. He, I think he borrowed someone else's or something like that. So they both got five reps, and then I think now um, now it's Heinler with six. Yep. See, hang on. Did you see Heinler? Did Heinler do? Did I read four twenty for three? Yeah. Sorry. Four twenty for three. That's terrifying. Yeah. You know the thing is as well when you're there. If you ever go, I'd encourage you to go and watch the World Deadlift Chats for one reason: the sound. There's four hundred kilos hits the floor. Fine. 440, it's a different sound altogether. And I don't know what it is about that that threshold that all of a sudden it's just, you as an audience member, you can feel the weight and it's just, yeah. ooh. August 6th, Cardiff. But the Motor Point Arena, still tickets available. He's come along or watch the live stream. So okay. what, oh, sorry, no. I was going to say, what shows is Evan doing? I know what he's doing. I was going to ask him. It's like... <laughs> ticket vlog. And what shows are you doing? What shows are you doing this year? <laughs> We'd like to come and watch. I am doing the Strongman Classic, obviously, at the Royal Albert Hall in London on July 9th. I am doing the Deadlift Championships in Cardiff on August 6th. And then I am coming back to Glasgow October 8th, the day before my birthday. So that'll be nice to have a new gold trophy for my birthday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're not going to drop the stone? You, no. you and Tom, Ooh, you're not going to no. play marbles? No. As long as somebody passes it back to me. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not go there. Hey, how was that? I'm, 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 I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I was trying to stop cameraman from getting killed by him. You stopped Tom's eyes, you stopped, I stopped Evans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but, uh, well, I was as quick as you. Tom's was going towards a, a camera lady. Yeah. That was so weird how both That's guys That's never slipped. ever happened. Ever and corruption. I bet you pay for it. It was planned corruption. Yeah, it was. My stone yeah. fell a little wet. Yeah, <laughs> we put grease on it. Yeah. Oh, we got you and Bobby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know. So Glasgow, and then I'm finishing with the team competition November 26th in I believe that's Bir Birmingham? Liverpool. 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 Birmingham. Question Sorry. about that stone because that was <laughs> that was mental when you and Tom both had the same thing that happened. Yeah. What what actually took place then? Um, essentially, I was I was probably a little overzealous because out of the corner of my eye, I saw Tom fumble a stone. I was like, "All right, this is my chance." So I tried to uh, I tried to essentially one motion it, and I went straight up as opposed to up and in, so it would go onto the platform. So you can see it didn't it didn't grace the lip of the platform, and it came back down. But weirdly, both Tom both of them. No, but it, it wasn't that. It was that it fell and hit the next stone and sent yep. that flying. That was the problem. The, the, it was the next stone that it hit. So he dropped flying. the fourth one. Oh, it was the fourth stone. Was yeah, it was the fourth. Stone. It wasn't the fifth. That's hilarious. No, but, no, but the, the, fourth, fourth, the fourth hit the fifth and then went flying across. It wasn't the fourth stone yes. that went. When, and I've never seen that happen ever. And it happened in the same moment twice. Except Tom, Tom was Tom was about a second ahead. It was as if you copycatted him. By so I thought it was a sound yeah. thing. I thought you had almost heard your stone land before, but it was Tom's, and clearly not the case. The other big problem was I kicked Tom's stone. It rolled back to him. Bryce kicked his stone. Didn't move. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have an answer to that one. Other than I did run it back to him. <laughs> you, you, you couldn't kick the habit. 
It's difficult to oh, know what to do. Oh, I saw the dark. I joke around and I, I and I'll I'll talk shit with you all day and I'll give you crap for it. But you guys one hundred percent did the right thing. What are you supposed to do? You're supposed to not interfere. Well, then that would have taken Zoe's head off. Yeah, honestly, yeah. somebody would have gotten at a minimum of one, possibly two people would have gotten hurt if you guys didn't stop this. What people going. don't so see, you guys did the right thing. I don't understand why shot. people make comments. But is it behind the camera shot? You've got like a. A, a mass of cameras and everything like that and people at home won't have seen that they've seen everything rolling this yeah. way I mean I guess if you if you were to think it through and, and create a rule for everything in that scenario were it to hit the floor and roll more than two metres from the platform it, you know the go is discontinued or something that but would be the, the only way to is, do do such a thing and invent but summarising it really it didn't make any difference because you both ended up with a terrible storm regardless yeah. of what yeah it, it, yeah, it, it, yeah. They yeah. both had, they both would have had the slowest to do all five. Yeah, exactly. We last, so it was just like last, so. it, it it ruined it. It didn't matter whether you had a rule in to take it back yourself or we rolled it back. Mm. No, we, no, but you were both you yeah, both we, last and second. No, no, no. There was there's no there's no way around it. As the athlete, the responsibility was on me because I fumbled the fourth stone, mm. and I totally take full responsibility for that. But do, do you that not, falls do, on nobody but me. Do you not think it's strange that Luke Stoltman then won? Strange how. I'm just being silly. Yeah, I'm being silly. Yeah, if it wasn't corrupted, I would have won. But, yeah. Yeah. Final question hmm. about the World Deadlift Champs. Is anyone going to pull 5 and 5? I think so. Really? I think so. Uh oh. I think so. Um, Asko Kirill. He's he's definitely one that I've. I had, I had him picked to pull 505 last year. Okay. I did. Before he got uh, injured before the competition, and he had to pull out. Wow, it was fifty thousand Bulgarian dollars he could win. <laughs> <laughs> I have my money on Asko or uh, Ivan Makarov. I mean, Ivan. He, one question with yourself when it comes to going for a max: How mm. close to your max do you go in the gym? Because Ivan goes super close, whereas other guys not necessarily. I wouldn't go that close. Like if I'm going for a one rep max. Um, my one rep max is a thousand pounds right now, so I would say I'd probably go to like nine forty, and that's it. I wouldn't get any closer to that. How heavy did he go um, ahead of his lift? Uh, not that heavy. I think he went to about four seventy. I think. What, what, what would Andy Bolton do? Andy Bolton would go nowhere near it. He'd do about five hundred yeah. pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Fast one. Well, were we talking about like the week beforehand? Ever, because it was just. I'm interested that. Oh, you okay, would... yeah, you know, probably about nine forty, and just. Leave it there. And these programs almost like rely on belief and speed. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Do, you, do, you, do you fail reps in, in training? Do you no, no. Unless there's, well, obviously, unless there's like, it's like a bad training day and I'm just not feeling it or something like that. But even if that is the case, I'll lower the weight so that I get all of my reps in. But I always do my reps. Okay. But I like it when you do sometimes fail on Instagram and say, you know, for whatever reason, log, you're going for a triple, you don't quite get the third rep. When you're on because I think on Instagram, we just see the perfect sessions all the time. Right. Mm. And to show that struggle, because actually hitting mm -hmm. 160 for a trip, whatever it might be, is hard. Yeah. And doing it in a gym where people aren't cheering you on and it's hot and you're tired and whatever else and you're mm. fatigued and probably injured as well. Yeah, I like to give people a little bit of perspective. I mean, yeah, I like to show off that I'm, I'm doing well and the lifts are going good and all of that good stuff. But I like to, 
every once in a while I'll sprinkle in like either a failed rep or just a weight that I should be moving really, really easy. And it just is a struggle that day for whatever reason. I just got done traveling. My food hasn't been right. My sleep was shit, whatever it was. Um, I'll explain that and I'll be like, yeah, so not every day is I'm knocking it out of the park. Some days are a struggle, but I do it anyway. Well, not many people would sit here weeks after a nightmare situation at World's Strongest Man and be so honest and be so vulnerable. So thank you very much for your time as ever, oh, mate. Thank you. Absolute pleasure. And in 12 months' time, we'll do it again. Yeah, and I'll and- have a big gold World's Strongest Man trophy in my lap. There you go, right there. T-Rex Evan Singleton. Well, thank you very thank much, you. sir. Thank you, sir. Yes, dude. Flies down. Are you looking at me, cock? <laughs> We've had our differences in the past. Is it bum bag or is it fanny pack? We're two powerful nations with a special relationship. For one night only, that special relationship ends. UK versus USA. Who is the strongest nation? Who is right? The strongmen decide. World's Strongest Nation, 18th of November, MS Bank Arena, Liverpool. Tickets at giantslashlive.com. By the way, it's us. We're right. It's bum bag, of course.